Hey, everybody, this is a preview of today's members episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button, and become a member today. Merkel Media. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long, bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave, and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. Well, the giant moves. He's got a spear in one hand, and he's running really fast, and spears... Dan holds him up like this. Somebody else, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blow his head off. I feel something pulling at my leg. And I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reached my hand into this bush and I touched air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. Yep. yep. to the show everybody you're listening to the confessionals podcast i'm your host tony merkel thanks for being here if you have a crazy wild experience you want to share with me on the show go ahead and shoot me an email my email address is contact at the confessionals podcast.com that's contact at the confessionals podcast.com or go to the website the confessionals podcast.com hit the contact section and you can reach me that way as well either way it works for me just get a hold of me welcome to another members heater we are here back with Glenn. Now, Glenn, this has been a very long day. It has. And I feel like, I just told you, I said, I feel like this isn't the last time people hear from you anyways. Uh, this is just, uh, it's been, today has been an absolute pleasure. I'm so glad we decided to do this in person because we originally yeah. were scheduled to do this remotely. Right. And uh, again, I asked you about this earlier and I forget now. What happened that we couldn't, oh, it was the browser. The technical browser. issue. Yeah, issues, technical yeah. issues. And we were talking, I was like, bro, why don't you just come on down here? And you were like, eh, okay. <laughs> you're like, exactly. You're doing, you're, doing, you're doing the math in your head. You're like, that's more than five minutes. Exactly. That is more than five minutes. How many five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I'm so glad you came down. And um, I honestly don't think that I'd be planning on going up to visit you if you didn't come down because it's different looking somebody in the eyes. You know it's what I mean? It's true, yeah. Um, it's always it's, better. Yeah, it really is. And uh, so let me ask you this before we get into anything else. The uh, the emblem on your hat and on your bag, the skull with the crossbones, is that treasure hunting stuff? 
I'm a member of Skull and Bones. Are you really? No. I was going to say. <laughs> Jack, call Lindsay. Tell her I'm not coming to the party. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, well, I guess I'm not making this kid's birthday party today. You said oh. that so deadpan. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's, let's explore how gullible Tony is. <laughs> I could tell you, but. I'd have to kill you. Yeah. What do you got else you got in that bag? So uh, what is it though? Is it just something that you think is cool or what? Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a, a treasure hunting thing. I'm a, got it at a gift shop. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I used to, I used to make a lot of my own stage clothes and stuff. Mm. And, and this is kind of left over from the, that type of thing. Really? You yeah. made those? I didn't make these, but I would like, customized jeans or you know gotcha yeah i did a, lots and lots of my own stage clothes over the years so gotcha yeah. uh we, i don't think we mentioned this before this recording you were also a model that's out there. true yeah and uh we, i'm sure we can get in that stuff later uh what did i say i wanted to start off the dumbs yeah do you military bases yeah. yeah 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 so um just a refresher for anybody who's tuning in and trying to remember what what what, what, am I, what are we listening to uh on tuesday you guys heard uh, about almost three hours of a public show where we started exploring Glenn's life. And I remember ending that segment feeling like, man, we just talked for almost three hours and I feel like we didn't scratch the surface. And then Jack confirmed that to me. He's like, yeah, there's like so much more. Uh, and then, you know, we did the overtime where we talked about the magical cave uh, and that in itself. Like, we, it's like we gave just, um, the thousand foot view really it feels right, like yeah yeah uh i do plan on exploring that cave with you and um i want to go in that cave yeah man i i want to go in we will do it my wife is not happy about it already i can tell you that <laughs> much right now i might not tell her i might not tell her exactly what i'm doing in kentucky i'm just like oh treasure hunt yeah yeah i'm gonna go dig up some gold don't worry come about back it. with some gold be home by midnight don't <laughs> worry about it <laughs> And then, like, you know, I'm going through some kind of, like, interdimensional realm. and We this, lost Tony. In this realm, it's, it's 50 years goes by. Lindsay <laughs> dies a widow. And, and, I'm, and I come back in another time. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? Where did everybody go, you know? Uh, it could happen. Hey, you never know. Uh, but we talked about the magic cave of mystery um, in Kentucky. And we'll be going there, checking it out for sure. Uh, you had Bigfoot encounters there, um, Mantis, uh, the the dragon, because you were going through alternate states of existence through the shamanistic uh, uh, things that you were doing, um, Wendigo, all that stuff. This is a magical cave, and it really is. It is, yeah. Um, but your life is magical, man. Like your life is just. Um, it's not even just like, a, if I said, it, if your life is a little bit of everything, it's an understatement because it's not like, oh yeah, I had a friend that was a, you know, it, it's like, it's like you have all these twists and turns in your life and they're deep twists and turns. It's not just like. Significant. It's very significant. Right, right, right. And so um, you're, you're, you're very unique and uh, there's a reason for that, you know? Um, and maybe, and maybe, maybe. Um, Maybe us getting together and knowing each other uh, is like I feel like I'm becoming part of the chapter of your a chapter in your life, and I and I'm like I'm 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 forcing you to write a new chapter. I'm like 
This chapter is called Merkel, right? <laughs> this chapter is called Merkel, That's right? right yeah. like, <laughs> the whole time, like off camera, Jack's holding a gun to his head. <laughs> okay, okay. Yes, Merkel. Yes, yes. New chapter. Um, so let, let's talk about the uh, deep underground military base. How does does this even come together? Because you didn't serve in the military. No. So what's the story here? The extent of my military background was two years in two different military academies. And that mm -hmm. made me realize that I didn't want anything to do with the military. Sure. <laughs> but, okay, I, I guess this was the early 90s. I'd come off the road and was back in Kentucky. And uh, two of my musician friends, one of them, the guy that owns the cave, that property, and another guy who's a drummer, guitar player, and the guy that owns the cave, he's a drummer also. So we got three drummers and uh, all with hair down to our waist. And we we started a painting contracting business. So we would paint and gig at night, paint during the day. And kind of, you know, lots of big contracts. We did, you know, grocery stores and big, big, big things. But then we got... Uh, a contract to paint out at this it's called the bluegrass army depot and it's a military base and it's the last place where they stored chemical weapons for the united states that we know of yeah that we know of and they wanted to actually they're building an incinerator to burn the chemical weapons and i got involved with the kentucky environmental foundation and resurrected a three-day Earth Day festival uh, at Indian Fort Mountain, and it was called Earth Roots, and we would have these weekend-long shows and speakers to bring awareness to environmental problems or whatever. So long story short, we ended up, through our efforts, we ended up getting the military to not burn them, to neutralize them with water so that that was how uh now that was part of my involvement with the base but as painters we got a contract to go in and paint these buildings on the base so they basically and this is back in the 90s you know 4911 so security was pretty much non-existent very different yeah they let these three long-haired guys go in <laughs> unsupervised on this military base. We went everywhere. I mean, we'd go paint, and then we'd take a break, and we'd ride around and check stuff out, see the entrances to uh, the underground facilities, lots and lots of, like, igloos where they stored all the chemical mustard gas and sarin and all that stuff. Uh, was it still there, or was it just remnants? Still there, yeah. So the, the, the mustard gas and stuff was still there? Still there. In the yeah. 90s? Yeah. Wow. This was before uh, it, they disposed of it. And they would have leaks all the time. Yeah. My mother was a uh, emergency room, supervised the emergency room from 11 to 7 in the evening, third shift. And that's when they would send the people in because keep them under the radar, you know, the people that got exposed to the gas. Yeah. <laughs> so we're working with this in the public yeah and you know you'd see like uh like there's the entrances that go underground you know they may look just like a house 
Yeah. Just like a, a house with, but why has this house got, you know, like three rows of barbed wire around it, you know? And it's, uh, and nobody lives in the house. Hmm. It's just a, you know, probably walk in and it's just an elevator that goes down, you know? And, uh, one of my buddies was a pilot. So we'd even fly over this base for fun. Like we'd, we'd get up in the plane and, uh, we take turns flying. You know, I'm not a pilot, but it's easy to fly. <laughs> but we'd fly over this base, which uh, we probably weren't really supposed to do, but we did it anyway in a Cessna. And I would be taking pictures, <laughs> taking all kinds of pictures of stuff that probably, you know, <laughs> like they had these big, huge craters where they would blow up and burn munitions, you know, these big burn pits. And it was just poisoning all the communities and the, like, just getting into the groundwater and giving kids birth defects and just cancers and stuff. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know what all they were doing there, but I know uh, the UFOs that come to my house uh, military helicopters from that base come out when they're there and check them out. Is that a consistent thing? Yeah. How do you know they're coming from that base? Well, it's it's the only base that's close by. And, I mean, it's really close as far as, like, you know, the crow flies. It may be 20 miles or 30 miles at the most. And they get there so so quick and... So often, it's like during the day, you won't see a helicopter flying anywhere around there. At night, when the UFOs are up there, they fly by every two or three minutes. It's like they're checking them out, but from a safe distance, you know, can watch them. And one time I was looking at it, one of the UFOs, and a big helicopter, like the bigger Apache? Uh, yeah. Flew and got a little, it got closer than any, I'd ever seen any helicopter get before. And it shot a beam, the UFO shot a beam out of it, like a laser or a directed energy beam, and hit that chopper. And it was like this, it was like, zap. And it went, <laughs> it's like brown pants moment for those guys. Wow. And they got the hell out of there and they didn't come back. <laughs> get back in. You got to get back. Nope. nope. <laughs> but the court martial, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, really? But the small helicopters, they still, they'll, they'll come way out and arc around them and then head back, you know. And you saw that with your naked eye. Yeah. The beam. Yeah. Was it a steady beam or yeah. was it like a, like a, like a laser, like shoot, just shoot out. Just, just shot out like a. So it wasn't like a lightsaber. Like it was just, it was like a, it was like a. No, it looked like it was still connected to the. Okay. Ship. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It looked like it was just like a, like a laser. Wow. You know. <laughs> and the helicopter was like. What color was, power. what color was the, the, the blue? blue? Mm -hmm. Did your wife see it or was it just you? I'm the only one that saw that. Man. Yeah. Does that drive you crazy? No. No? It would drive me crazy. I'm so used to it. I, I, 
I tell you, they they waking me up, dude. I know, like, I, like so people <laughs> understand. I I think it was last night at dinner. You were like, how did you say it? You you said something about like you 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 were thinking about uh, staying up to to get me a, a good video of yeah. UFOs before you came down. Yeah, and it just didn't happen. But you, the way you said it, it was just like. It's like, let me just quit, go out and quick get a yeah. from Merkel so you can see what yeah. I'm talking about. I was like, I'll, I'll grab Ann's smartphone and go out here and get a good film. for. You don't have a smartphone. No, I don't use one. Is, is, what's the reason behind that? I don't need one. I you just don't need one? I just don't need one. Okay. I don't go anywhere uh, really to need to be connected like that. Plus, I, I'm just... I'm not about it, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I it just it's like my friend comes over and the whole time I'm trying to talk to him. He's the whole time I'm like, you know, talking to him he's on Instagram or something. Yeah. 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 I try to turn uh put my phone down during dinner time and things like that and when you have people visiting and stuff, you, you, I I'm I'm aware of that stuff too and you look around and stuff and you see, you know, like I can almost guarantee you at the birthday party I go to today, there's going to be a bunch of uh, parents you know on it. their phone, you know, it. Yeah. not talking to each other. You know, everybody's pretending like they have something to do that's important on the phone. Yeah, but um, <laughs> um, man, okay, well, but yeah, it, it happens so often. You know, like I, it's like clockwork. You know, it's like before bed uh, at dusk. You know, I go to bed pretty early usually, but at mm-hmm. dusk. I'll look out my bedroom window. There they are, you know, or, or Anne will say, oh, they're out there again, you know, and I'm, oh yeah, they're, they're, there they are. Yeah. Uh, and then every morning, um, it's like they would wake me up at 3 a.m. for the last three years, every morning, 2.33 a.m. And these aren't sounds that you're hearing. They're just waking you up. Yeah. They're zeroing in on you. Yeah. It's like a feeling like, I may have mentioned it like, that feeling you get of excitement, like, oh, my buddy's going to come over and, and see me today. Oh, wait, he's at the door. Cool. You know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of feeling. Like, I wake up and I'm like, oh, they're out there and they want me to come talk to them. And I used to get up, all, you know, for three years I did that and I wouldn't get any sleep. And finally I was like, enough. I'm going to ignore them. And that's what I've been doing for the last two or three months. And I'm able to sleep past three o'clock. Just by ignoring them. Sometimes they'll wake, they still wake me up. We're here. I don't care. <laughs> I need my sleep. Like, you care. You care. <laughs> but before that, I was, I go to turn on the espresso and I look out the kitchen window and, and there they are right over the trees. And I can telepathically communicate with them. Like I've been doing those C5 protocols for years. I didn't know what it was. I just knew that if I thought, hey, why don't you guys uh, flash if you know I'm here? You know, you got that on video. I've seen the video. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, or hit them with the laser pointer and mess. Oh, really? I do that sometimes, you know. How do they react to that? They move around. Yeah. Yeah. Or they'll flash, you know. Wow. And then sometimes. Like once I was like, okay, I told you the, it was just so amazing to see that glowing energy ball with the black thing that kept, Mm -hmm. I was like, 
that's it. I'm going to get this on film because this is just too cool. Somebody else has got to see this. Mm -hmm. So I set up the telescope. I got Anne's smartphone and put it on the telescope and got it right up there. And as soon as I hit record, they were like, nope. Darn. So I took it back off and they came back. And I was like, Okay, you don't want me to do that then. I was like, look, I'm not going to film you guys. I'm thinking this, all right? Like, I'm not going to film you guys. Uh, I just want to get a, a good look at you. So, you know, so they stayed there, put the phone on the telescope, got it, got it all looking real good, you know, hit record. They're like, no. I was like, oh, okay, you got me, you know. What do you think they are? I don't know. They've got to be, they've got to be extraterrestrial. Like from another planet I or so. a dimension? I think another planet, these. Because it seems like, I mean, they're there every day that, you know, it's like, there's got to be something there after there. This was a preview of today's member episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to the confessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button and become a member today.